Welcome to the Art of Faith podcast by Granite Creek Studios. I'm Joshua Kapchinski. In today's series, we are continuing with Who is Jordan Peterson? We are on rule number eight, and that is tell the truth or at least don't lie. Seems to be like a very easy one, a very base one, but of course, Jordan Peterson in his way can find something profound even in the simplest of lessons and uh, such as lying. And so, you know, when we think about lying, I don't I always think about Pinocchio. You know, he's just this naughty little boy who wants to have fun and doesn't want to pay the consequences. And when he tells a lie, his nose grows and and then, you know, we tell a lie upon a lie. It's um, Shakespeare's famous quote. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. And so um, we all have a general understanding that lying is bad, that we should not tell, tell tall tales. The irony is, is that most, most pastors have the, the, the ability to um, be a little hyperbolic. Uh, they use hyperbole in their messages. They tell big fish stories. I think all pastors lie about how many people actually attend their church. Uh, they they inflate the numbers evangelistically. So um, then it's, it's human nature to conflate and maybe to exaggerate. And so we will be leaning in a, into that idea of just exaggeration a little bit. Uh, regardless, we, we know that we should not be telling lies about others or lies about situations to make ourselves look better, to get what we want, to uh, tear somebody else down. Like I'm hoping those of you that are listening and watching, at least you have some moral compass to understand that that is, that lying is a sin. So we get that. That's a, that should be a no duh. Jordan takes it takes this idea of telling the truth or at least don't lie he takes it to a little bit of a deeper level that challenges challenges the best of us it challenged me because he's going to say that we ought to be truthful in every each and every situation and circumstance um what do you mean by that pastor josh well if we ever find ourselves in situations where we don't necessarily want to deal with difficult situations or difficult people, and it's just easier not to say anything at all. Because if we present the truth, then there might be consequences to being truthful. If we present the truth, then there might be backlash to what is being presented or what is being challenged. Jordan, of course, um, he will highlight and use as his illustration totalitarian regimes. So he'll use, you know, he likes to pick on Stalin and he likes to pick on Lenin. He likes to pick on communism and, and rightfully so. But he would say that totalitarian regimes such as you know Stalin's communist uh, regime, it 
it needed to be confronted by truth. And there was very few people that would stand up to that regime because if you did, you would you would either end up dead or you would end up in a Siberian concentration camp, a gulag somewhere. And and so standing up with truth in oppressive situations will cost you something, and and that's his point. And yet he's pushing on all of us to be brave. Now, as it stands at the moment. Uh, if we are standing up for truth, no one's going to put us in a concentration camp or kill us or imprison us. Not yet. If you've been watching the news, that might be changing pretty soon. Uh, it, we live in a crazy world. And so I think that this is some timely advice. This is, this is timely wisdom to get inside of our heads and, and to begin to em, embrace truth at all costs, even if it costs us something. So let's just say in our current culture in our current situation we have um, you know the the hot topic and I've talked about this before on this podcast but the hot topic is the whole gender identity and figuring out what your pronouns are and uh, changing your identity if that is your truth and and so we're, we're coming at this issue some of us come at this issue in different different ways some of us are you know, militant and reactionary against the political forces that are pushing the agenda that you can basically become whatever you want to be. Uh, at one time, Canada had 16 different genders that you can pick, that you could check off on a box. And now I think it's hundreds and it's just, it, it's this madness. And so very few people will speak truth to that situation. Very few people, specifically in academia and specifically in um, the sciences like biology, very few biologists are being truthful and saying, well, biologically, there is male and female. And so they won't do it. They won't speak up to truth because they know that if they do, um, you know, they'll get canceled or the woke mob will come after them. And so this is, uh, you know, I've said this in other podcasts, you know, what Jordan Peterson has to present to society is important, but also what he has to present to the church is important. Now, I don't think that it would be wise to be militant to people that are struggling with, you know, gender identity issues. We should not be guilting them or shaming them or making fun of them or uh, kicking them out of churches. And this should be the exact opposite. We should be trying to have conversations and, and open dialogue and understand why they, you know, why they want to have a sex change and why they think that they are multiple personalities. And it's just, I mean, if you think about it from that, those aspects those that identify as they, them, she, he, like they, they adopt all those identifiers. Like it, I mean, no one says this, but the truth of it is, is like, that sounds like clinical schizophrenia, but nobody says that. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not a psychologist. The only person that would say that would be Jordan Peterson. But if you're identifying with multiple sex genders and multiple identities, again, that's the, 
that's the textbook definition of schizophrenia. And so it begs the question, nobody's asking it, and everybody's afraid to. Everybody is afraid to present truth or question. So that is the big idea. So we might, so we do have some some social issues that we could speak truth to, or we can stand our ground, like this is this is the way that it should be. This is the way that it has been for thousands of years. We can't just, you know, make up new rules all of a sudden and and go into crazy town. Like we should be able to draw specific lines and say this is truth. But of course, Peterson, in his way, uh, he's he yes, he goes after social situations, and yes, he goes after totalitarian regimes. But he is more interested and focused on how you, as an individual, how you deal with truth and how you speak truth to certain situations and certain people in your life. So the same principle can apply to your most intimate day-to-day relationships. Are you truthful in every relationship that you are a part of? For example, if you're married, are you truthful to your spouse? And I'm not saying like you're hiding in an affair or, you know, you're sneaking around and, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's hiding things from your spouse. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, are you truthful about what your needs are? Are you truthful about how certain behaviors affect you? Like when you get upset, when your spouse makes you upset, do you take the chance and say, you know, this is what happened. I understand why this happened. I understand how you would feel in this situation. But the truth is you're a jerk. I mean, not. Of course, we can't just say that, but do you see what I'm saying? We have to be able to confront people. Like if we can't, in a healthy way, confront those that we say that we love the most, you know, we don't have the emotional bandwidth or strength to confront our own spouse, or we don't have the courage to confront our own children with maybe some of the behavior that that they are doing that's that we know is destructive but we are you know we have established the relationship of you know friendship with our kids so friendship is more important than parentship if we've done that and we're afraid to confront our own kids we have absolutely we can't have confront our own kids can't confront our own spouse then we have absolutely no business at all trying to confront society in all of their problems. Now, that's what Jordan Peterson would say. And actually, that's what Jesus would say. Jesus would say, before you start you know, pointing out all the falsities and all the wrongdoings in society and other people, you need to take a good hard look at yourself first. He's this famous parable that you need to take the plank out of your, your own eye before you begin to look around for specks in other people's eyes. So it's, it goes back to getting your house in order first. So, so truth is, truth is paramount and it is 
it can be in complete contradiction to what is rational or what seems to be right. So let me explain. Like, for example, we'll, we'll, we'll go back to uh, Peterson's illustration on communism. The communists, like, they had the most incredible system, a system of governance and in, in equality, uh, equity, again, all buzzwords that we're hearing these days. So they, made, they, they had this passion that there would not be royalty that would be taking uh, advantage of the proletariat or peasants and, and and poor people and so they leveled the playing field and they wanted they they made a system they made a machine that dis, that that seemed to be perfect that it would meet as many people's needs as possible and communism is extremely rational like it makes sense it seems just it seems doable and yet we know that it is an evil regime every single country that has experimented with communism has made something horrible and then they revert to some sort of of free market capitalism and it might be run by the government but they're um, let's take a look at china they're not the same communists that they were in the 80s they're a different kind of type of communists that that like to make money anyway um so how do how do we confront uh systems that seem right but they are not right? So communism is an evil regime. It's an evil it's an evil machine that seems to be rational and just, but it's not. So uh, that's an illustration for what can take place in our own lives because we can build our own machines. We can begin. We can build our own sense of rationality, meaning that we can rationalize and justify our bad behavior. The end will justify the means, if you will. So we can easily go into this mindset that everything that I do is right and everything that everybody else does is wrong like they're like everybody else is a bunch of losers or they're all out to get me and they all make mistakes i don't make any mistakes i'm the moral authority basically the world revolves around me and everybody else they're just players in my in my world now that is actually a rational mindset and you can reason your way into abusing people and you can it is so easy to justify taking advantage of people and abusing people it's so it, there, there's so much power in it because why now this is important why it's because we have the ability to deceive ourselves human beings can lie to to ourselves and we believe our own lies I actually preached a message on this last Sunday on uh, who do you trust? And part of that, part of the message was, you know, you can't, you can't trust the government, obviously. You can't trust institutions. You can't trust um, 
industry. You can't you can't trust these big corporations that that are out to make money at all costs that that will pull on your heartstrings to get you to buy their toothpaste. You, you can't you can't trust the man. You can't trust big pharma. There's like just a myriad of things on a, a large corporate level that that you shouldn't trust. You should question all of these things. Question our our, our educational institutions. Question our religious institutions. Like it, it like I don't want to get in trouble for saying this, but the corporate structure that is not uh, bowing the knee the need to the Lord and the Lord's will. It's just going to turn into something evil. It's just the way that it is. It's, again, it's human nature. And again, all the, the rationality and the justification of corporations that produce is justified, but it's not necessarily good. So you can't trust complex, human-made organizations. And you can't trust certain types of people on a maybe on a smaller group or a, a smaller individual experiences. Like you can't trust, you know, used car salesmen and you can't trust um, foreigners. I, and I'm, I'm joking around when I'm saying this. Um, I, I did the, I did this bit on Sunday and some people took it seriously. It took me a while for that, for them to get the point that I was, I was being sarcastic. Um, so you can't trust foreigners. You can't trust, people that look different than you. You can't trust old people. You can't trust young people. And so you have to be careful about, you know, the point is we have to be careful about who we trust and who we let into our circles. And, and the God and the, and the word of God would, would encourage us and does encourage us in new Testament um, way of living is that we need to open up our lives to each other and share our lives uh, with each other. And so, you know, yeah, it's hard to trust individuals, uh, but we need to be vulnerable and we need to try. And the final point in my message on Sunday was that, um, yeah, you you can't even trust yourself. And again, we uh, we are our biggest liars to ourselves. We, we will lie. We'll, t- we'll tell ourselves that we're amazing. We will tell ourselves that everybody's wrong and that we're right and that... Um, Everybody has abused us and everybody's taken advantage of us. Everybody's out to get us and we'll believe all of these lies. And so Peterson will say, look, we need to, we need to turn in and we need to face the hard truth about who we are and about our motivations. So not only do we have to tell the truth about what's going on in the world around us, but we have to have the courage to tell the truth about what is going on inside of us. And that, my friends, is a scarier and more difficult venture to go on because it requires a little bit of introspection. Like you really, you really got to step outside of yourself and say, am I, am I living in, in truth or am I just trying to, to skate by? Am I just trying just to, you know, take advantage of, of people and situations so that I can get what I want. Uh, I, you know, my carnal man, my carnal nature, it just wants pleasure or my carnal man, my carnal nature. It just wants to be popular. It just wants everybody to like me 
or my carnal man and my carnal nature just wants money, or my carnal man and nature just wants to be left alone. I don't want to. I don't want to engage. I don't want to be responsible. I don't want to take risk inside of society. I don't even want to be a player. I want to disconnect. And so we have to come to terms about what our truth is inside of us. And and again, that's hard. And so what do you what do you be truthful about? What do you speak up about? And again, maybe you're going to choose your battles. Maybe you're like, you know what? Now's not a good time for me to speak the truth and love in this situation because it's probably going to cause a lot of drama. I totally understand that that perspective. It's like, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe you shouldn't call, you know, your best friend fat. I mean, that's true, right? Your bet your best friend's fat. He's, you know, he's eating too much. He's he's lazy, drinks too much beer, he's letting himself go. And uh, you know, maybe he's a little down the dumps right now. So maybe now is not the best time to be truthful and say, dude, you need to pull yourself together. So, you know, you have to be wise and when you're truthful, right? Um, and so you don't want to just, you don't want to de- devastate people or situations with a truth bomb. But at the same time, you should not lie. So that's the, that's the next point about Peterson's point. Uh, you know, tell the truth or at least don't lie. So, you know, if your fat friend says, Hey, how do I look in these skinny jeans? Uh, you should <laughs> you shouldn't you shouldn't you shouldn't lie about that situation because if you do, then you're moving yourself into self deception. You're not being honest with your own self and how you deal with people. So you know if your fat friend says, "How do I look in these skinny jeans?" Uh, you should say, "I don't." Well, don't lie. Don't say you look amazing. Like you're just rocking those skinny jeans. You should wear skinny jeans all the time. Like, yeah, you know, you don't have muffin top. Your 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 gut's not hanging over the top. Like you sh- you should not lie. Um, so you might not want to always be overly truthful. You know, you might not want to use truth as a blunt object to bludgeon people. But at the same time, hold on to your integrity and at least don't lie. Now, what Jordan doesn't get into in this chapter, and I just think that, I don't know, maybe it was beneath him to talk about such things, but he doesn't talk about the issues of white lies or morally justifiable lies. So, you know, a white lie, you know, for your fat friend in skinny jeans would be, yeah, they, they look all right. So that would be like, a you know, a little bit of a white lie or, you know, everybody lies when they're running late for something, right? So, you know, you you ran late to your kid's birthday party and you felt terrible about it because he completely spaced out. And so you're just, and so instead of, you know, saying to your kid, yeah, I I completely forgot about it, um, which would hurt your kid's feelings because it just means that you're not present. So instead of doing that, you're just like, I got stuck in traffic. So that's a little white lie, right? It doesn't hurt anybody. It actually will spare somebody's feelings. So Peterson would say, don't even do that. Like, just be upfront and truthful to yourself because everybody can even pick up on white lies. So he'll, he'll go there. 
Um, but what he doesn't necessarily address, and which I think he should address, is he doesn't address address the morally justifiable lie, lies. So let's say, hypothetically, um, there's some bad guys that break into your house and you hide your family away in the basement. And then the bad guy beats you up and says, hey, where's your wife and kids? Because I want to kidnap them and extort money out of them. So um, and the bad guy says, are they hiding in the basement? What are you going to say? You can say, yeah, they're hiding in the basement. No, you're going to lie. You're going to lie to protect the life of an individual. So Peterson doesn't address that, and I think that he should have. But anyway, uh, that's probably one of my only critiques of Peterson is that he doesn't uh, doesn't address. It's, it's probably beneath him. He probably assumes that we're all smart enough to know that, you know, in the case of life, life and death, it's okay to lie to protect a loved one. I think most of us would get that. But regardless... He should have brought that up because, you know, there are certain um, people with their philosophical uh, convictions that will not lie on any occasion. So Socrates was one of them. Uh, so he would not tell a lie. Accordingly, you know, um, George Washington would never tell a lie. Who, who knows about that? Um, but I think I believe it's the Stoic philosophy that they won't lie about anything, even at the cost of uh, somebody dying. So that's, I don't know. I think we can all agree that that's kind of, it's a little bit of extreme. So we would all lie a little bit to save, you know, the lives of somebody that we loved. If it wasn't for people lying during the Holocaust, there would be a lot more dead Jews. There was a lot of lying going on uh, to, to hide people from, the extermination camps. So where do we go from here? Um, I would say, first of all, uh, be extremely introspective. Take a good hard look at yourself. And, you know, first of all, are you lying to each other, lying to yourself? And second of all, are you being truthful? Are you telling yourself the truth about yourself and about your situation? Like, like speaking to yourself is an, it's a very powerful tool that we all can take. So speaking truth to yourself could be like, you know, Pastor Josh, um, you put on too much weight and you should not wear skinny jeans. So I can actually speak truth to myself. And there's, there's an, there's an immense amount of power to that. And, and it will take, take courage, uh, to highlight what is, what is blatantly wrong and blatantly harmful in your life that you need to address. And then you need to speak truth to people that you are closest to that you love. You have to be willing to hurt and offend those that you love because the spirit of truth demands it. Wisdom will say you need to do it within the right time. And then I think once we get those two things down, then we could start speaking truth into society. And then we then we earn the right to do it. Uh, we we have a model. We we've modeled what um, living in truth means and and submitting to truth and uh, not being false and not not being liars means. And once we get there as a church and as individuals, then I think that we can take on the world. And so with that, I leave you. Uh, Tell the truth, or at least don't lie. We'll just go with that simple and encourage you again to read the book. And I'll see you next week on the Art of Faith podcast. 
as we cover who is Jordan Peterson and what does he mean for the church. God bless you guys. See you next time.